Hello, this is Samuel Lyon, the host and founder of the Chronicle Podcast. Now, for the first time ever, this will be a, a series of episodes where we have to split the Wednesday session and the weekend session. So, um, this will be a great listen for you, a must listen for you. You get to listen to our new added um, co-host, uh, Mesan Star. Uh, Akan joined us, the wrestling journalist from Ghana. Um, we had so much to talk about, almost three hours of content, but we'll try to split it up for you, for you to enjoy. Your listening pleasure is always one of the things we look forward to doing. We, Of course, you hear the comeback, comeback talk. By the end of the day, uh, we have a lot in store for you. Don't touch that dial. Don't touch that stream. Keep coming back for the Chronicle Podcast. We'll always, always deliver. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. This is still the Pro Wrestling Talks. Um, we lost um, Toby there on technical difficulties, but he's back here on. Um, what were you saying, man, before you... Uh, we lost you there. Network difficulties. Uh, I said someone slam. Someone slam was also on Saturday. So my MVP, I will normally I will go for my baseball guy. I will I that man. That match was mad. That match was awesome and you know it, it was so good. People started giving him a standing ovation after the match. Like like as if it's going to be his last match or something. So that was mad. Like people it tried. Wangram is like the best power in the WWE I've had this year, in my own opinion. I don't know of others who was like, was mad, yeah. Other matches, and the judgment day matches, Becky Lynch, like, come on, guys. Everything was awesome. Twitter was on fire on Saturday. So, yes. All right. Um... That was amazing. I mean, uh, incredible take from you. And of course, um, not a bad um, MVP for you. Um, next of all, I, I want to hear from our friend because he was fucking so hyped for the entire show. He was literally just dropping. He was dropping me um, pictures and videos. I'm like, guy, guy, guy. I'm like, leave me the fucking love. I'm also watching this shit. Let me enjoy. Let me take this shit in. I mean, I'm freak. Who was your own MVP? I mean, just um, encapsulate um the entire show for being three minutes and also give me your mvp for that show thank you so much so yeah so yeah too, like to be said i know all about uh, me and the tribal chief and all but you see this man he called brokers now the alpha according to Guys, the alpha oh my god this man was there look at that man that chooses beast of a man, this of a man, that man is amazing. Bro, Brock is not going anywhere though. I saw someone that seems he to be around for a while. And I want him to be around because man, Brock was amazing. And one more thing, with all due respect to everybody, I no longer want to hear anybody say Charlotte is the most gifted athlete in WWE when Bianca Belair is sitting right beside her. Bro, Like how? That's not how good you are. 
I mean, go back and watch that match between Brock and Roman. Michael was actually like so goddamn worried about Brock. Like, cancel you for the first time. You could see the the real. I don't even know. I, I, Michael Cole came out for the like he saw the real Michael. I'm like, wow. He was trending in a world whereby people don't trend anyhow. Michael freaking Cole was trending on Twitter not for anything but for how passionate he called that match alone. Is that not wild in 2022? Mm-hmm. Triple H did not do anything. He did not appear on the show. He did not do anything. Triple H was trending. Hunter was trending. The HH sign was trending. For what? Doing nothing. Just booking that goddamn show. I mean, people, you don't even believe we actually get the opportunity. We're getting the iron. Like, what is going on here? A breath of fresh air. A breath of the new era that know what they are doing was happening. A trend was going on. And I am so goddamn proud to like say, wow, I lived in this era. And I, like, I was in that era. I saw the reality era with um, the, with um, them Brian. I saw the Jocina era. And come on, we are seeing a goddamn new one. In a world whereby a fired candidate, a fired superstar in Dakota Kai came live. No, no, like, Talk about wrestling always having spoilers and oh somebody is, is backstage. No one knew shit. Bailey came back and uh, of course I will go back to that Bailey shit and, and and we have a discussion on that one. But like I want to literally like like I want to literally like um I like say uh, Africa please. I'm trying to get uh, get a point across. I'm trying to um put a point of fact that I mean in a world whereby you I mean expect the unexpected. That show felt more. Like a NXT takeover of the black and gold brand. Like nobody could tell me. I mean, you saw the way the stadium was like darker. No, like someone. Was, I don't know if it was Africa that was on the group that um there was no stage. It looks like as if it that was how it's supposed. Like if you know Triple H, that was what he loved. He loves it when it's like pro wrestling type of shape. Not too much flamboyancy. I mean, give us the in ring product. That's what matters. The in ring product. The the storylines. And the stories to correlate with what we are watching. And we got all that. And we got the love. We saw everybody walk. And everything was crazy. Man. I don't want to go in. I have my pick. Somebody touched on my own MVP. But I don't want to go there now. Because I wanted to be the first to talk. But I don't know why I said with Toby. Um, and I know we have Fave on the call. I don't know if you can hear me. But Fave, How was the show for you in three minutes? And also um, encapsulate your own MVP. On that three minutes. Because you are about to manage time. On our session tonight. Uh, show was spectacular. Um, Triple H is doing a great job, but we should still give him time though. I mean, he's been the company for 40 years. And he's just his second week. No, like, someone's now, yeah. Someone's now is by fast one. It's a new paper on this year. Fast. And, um, my moment was that, um, I love how Brock was just recuperating after Roman was putting this down. My MVP basically was uh, Mamare. Well, yes, Triple H is doing a good job as the creator of the executive team. Yes, he's doing a really good job for now. So let's wait the subsequent time. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Um. So um, that was amazing. Um. Back to um, what I was actually saying. I wanted to give my own MVPs. Um. Uh, I don't know why I said with to- uh, Toby, but my God. This MVP, I, I was really thinking about it because, of course, you all know a lot happened on that show. 
I mean, in a show whereby you have Iyo Shirai that was rumored to already be leaving the company because um, she's, she's not seeing a future in the main roster based on what has been going on with Oscar um, for the past how many years now with this character of she always being this uh, comical shit. And with the company whereby like serious people, they'll turn you from serious to you can literally be get fired. I mean, um, which you can understand from her point of view because when she was under Triple H, I mean, she was like the rest of the Spartans that you can actually make a case for. They were taken so seriously with their role. But, I mean, I'll show you how the Kodakai that was not even working for the company. But I believe Triple H, as a fan of pro wrestling that knows that we, we, we know the details. When the Kodakai was fired, if you follow the trend on, on social media, you would see how Bailey was so pained and everything. I mean, you could see for the first time, I think in a long time, it was just this period whereby people would just be tweeting, oh, we will miss you, we will miss you. Like, Bailey was the first one over these past two years. I literally, like, Someone got fired and they like they showed the, the, their remorse, they showed why they are not happy, and it's as if Triple H took note of that. And immediately God gave him that power to be on that on that on that seat. He did the right thing by bringing a friend and a colleague back. And um here's where I want to throw a question to you all. Um does Bailey coming back alone bother any of you? Because sorry, not coming back alone bother any of you because you think like she's been out for complete a full one year i mean you want her to come back you know like alone i mean the mega star the bailey of old is back the bitch is back and not did she not come back alone she came back with a team i mean you can call them a cartel as of now right now but i just want to get a take from um fave what do you think do you think she coming back alone actually derails um actually derails um the fact that um like Maybe it takes away from from her, like she's not she's here alone. She's no more like so she's not here alone. She's not yet she's not sharing the spotlight with two more girls. What do you think, Faith? I want to get your opinion, man. Bailey coming back with a bank. We don't bother anybody. Who will you bother to? See, well, I feel like it depends on the people she came back with, you understand? Okay. Like, it was rumored that Billy was going to come back because she was already fit. But then, they never expected the Kodakan, Io, Io, Shirai, to bust out. So, two of them coming back, and we know this to have one of the best electric stars. Io, Shirai is a queen, she's a genius of the sky. The Kodakan is a genius when it comes to technical kicks and shit. So, bringing those two back, I love it. I love three of them together. And you know, do you know, do you know the best part? What? You know the best part? What is it? We now have one, we now have one female tag team in the division. So slowly, I feel like the women's tag team championship will come back because now we already have a tag team. One, we have one tag team to start with. You feel? And, and then imagine, imagine all the potential matches that could happen. Shirai and Asuka, Shirai and um, Alexa Bito. I cannot just imagine the potential matches that would happen more. See, let Naomi and Sasha Banks just come back quickly and join Bianca um, Belair and let's just have a serial team magic. I'm not calling it a macho, a serial three magic. You feel me? Yeah, I got your point. I got you there. Um, 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 this is where I'd like to get something from the new kid on the block. Talking about the fact that she came back with a gang, as as an African want to call it the gang, uh, you know. But at the end of the day, you'll be like, is it because of the injury? Um, are they trying to like make for the the, the fact of longevity? They don't want her to like get 
um, into the mix and then get injured again. Like, I mean, you have these two incredible superstars with you now that can help shade. You know, Benny can be a bit of a talker and a bit of a manager. Like, she can be there, put in that mix, but not go full blown. What do you think, man? Oh, for me, like I said, yes, actually, I, I didn't expect to see um, the Kodakai and the Oshirai, but them coming back, I just feel like maybe three of them should be like, you know, something that will last for me very, like, it's not, you know, something that will, that's, that will last for a very long time. Maybe um, they're just coming back, three of them together, like, one, two, three, one might be two, the other, one of them was like good as secretaries and solo fighters or they can like from there the tag team championship can simply that championship can maybe start the game from that you know because I think apart from I think I believe really tag team we have point in WWE and if Sasha and Naomi come back that will just make it so so maybe they can have a tag match and actually and actually want Naomi and um, Sasha Bond to team up with Bianca and face the three of them, but let's just say it goes on. But for me, I just feel like the three of the, the three of them is not something that will last for a very long time. Uh, all right, um, that's yeah, an yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an incredible take. Um, Toby, I know when it comes to um this this thing, I mean, come on, look at the look at the the mix there. I mean, you have a sensation uh, uh, and. A, a badass high flyer like um, Io Shirai that can do anything to uh, up there in the sky. I mean, you have someone like the Kotakai that is not scared to like kick your butt and like look you right in your face like I did that shit. And you have someone that build that can actually you can put her in any role. I mean, she can actually um like the brother she has it. She has that power, a bit of that power game, and she has a bit of that that scrappiness. I mean, you know that. Where you got to dig down, scrappy, dirty fighter. I mean, Billy can do that shit. I mean, you encapsulate these three together. You have magic. I mean, I understand. I get the point where um, Africa trying to make that magic. I mean, you have them go ahead with all of the women in the WWE roster. I mean, that would be crazy. Imagine someone like Banks and um, Naomi teaming up with um, Bianca Belair. Come on. Even if you put that shit on WrestleMania main event, people will buy that ticket to just see those three kill themselves. I mean, Toby. What's your take on um, Bailey coming back, uh, coming back with the two additional characters, or do you feel um, she not coming back um, alone and taken away from? I mean, the the, the, the the I don't even know how you I can call it, but to you, what's your take on that? You see, this um, the, um, Bailey this day reminds me of the evolution. Remember, and um, say uh, Sonia Deville and uh, this girl, uh, uh, okay, and uh, I mean, this former manager with um, honor, this girl, guys, I forgot my name. Is it Paige? You know, they came back just like that, I think 2000, was it 2018? Yeah, the evolution, I don't think, I don't know if anybody. Yeah, remember. yeah, it's Paige, I think it's Paige it's and um, Mandy Rose and Sonja Deville. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that. Exactly. I don't know if they will last or will it work well for them because uh, we know Bailey. Bailey is kind of a dirty fighter and we know she's very good on her own. She doesn't, she's not really, she's good with him but she's very working on her own. 
So I know at the end of one of them he came so that everybody going their own way like and my guy said, like a question.
Um, all right, um, incredible. I mean, talk, talking about um, the ratings and everything, this was where I like, I was thinking, like, I need to get to hear insights and, um, I mean, uh, let, let me hear other opinions from other people. And then, um, I got to come across a former writer. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the A&E documentary that is going on to the A&E biographies on the WWE Legends. Um, you would see, um, I don't know if it, is it Legends or Rivalry. I don't know, but there's the one that actually have a team, like a crew. We have Freddy there, we have JBL, we have Tamina, we have Kofi Kingston, and I think um, we have um, Diesel. Diesel is there. I don't know who can remember what's the name of the show that actually have those, they have a panel that is actually discussing the, is it, is that discussing the documentary that is going on. I don't know if it's actually um, the WWE rivalries or um, A&A documentaries on the biography. But anyways, um, that uh, that panel is headed by Freddie. So Freddie has his own um, podcast. This thing. So I was like, okay, fine. I, I was listening to Renee Young's um, The Sessions a podcast um, uh, this earlier this week. And I actually saw an, um, I had an advert on Freddie. I'm like, wow, Freddie was, was the one handling the panel on that documentary. I'm like, wow, let's get to listen to him. And listening to him, he's a former writer in WWE. He has written um, shows, but he's, he's part of the creative team. He has been part of them for years. Um, he's not there anymore. He was the one that actually dis like tried to open eyes. Of course, right now he's not working for the company, so he doesn't have any attachment or anything with them. He's actually working for A and E or Fox or anybody that is actually handling the documentaries. So he he stated the fact that people tend to look at um looking back at SummerSlam like before the podcast is podcast actually uh, the one I listened to SummerSlam had not even happened. He's now saying things before SummerSlam. Like, it's as if, if I listened to that show before SummerSlam, I would have not been surprised at what I saw. So it was really perfect that I listened to it after SummerSlam happened. And seeing what happened there, the first few, um, the first uh, one hour of that show, it was the women that was being the I mean, you can't kick the show better by not having the best thing going on there. And he mentioned the fact that people uh, tend to forget that Stephanie, like it's someone that was literally bested into this business, and that um, times whereby um, according to him, he said when he left for the first time and he came back, and Stephanie was so pissed. I'm like, he, he she he was really interested in him, like making sure that he was the one running for SmackDown when it comes to the writing him and everything. And he mentioned how Stephanie is a stone killer. I'm like, why would he use such context? In the sense of like, she's so hands on on what she feels need to be pushed out there. And even having someone like her dad, even she being a daddy's girl, the man was still very stubborn. So, like, it was so hard for, like, to get some of the things over. Because she has to press and press and now you need to see the result until it happens. So, it, it shows the fact, because it was this question was coming up, like, what about she now being co-CEO with Nikan? And, like, according to him, like, Stephanie takes no shit. And I'm like, indeed, I mean, she really needs to take no shit. I mean, that. And he mentioned the fact that, okay... This is still the highest shareholder in that company at this moment. And then you now come to think of it that what about the most time that women like women have to be hot to actually be on TV? Now this is where the context of like um Charlotte comes in. Because I won't lie, I was pissed when um I think months ago when um Tokai mentioned the fact that Charlotte is a model pro wrestler. And I'm like, why we is actually for the cameras and everything? And I mean, do you know what these ladies have to fight for to actually be on TV? And now we call back to um, the fact 
that Bailey being part of that kind of uh, people, uh, the crew, the you want to say gang, the Charlotte gang that came in that they were, they had no makeup on, and now you have people like the Catalayons, you have people like Lash Legends, and they're just so beautiful. So like, hello, what am I doing here right now? Is it? Um, so I just want to get a perspective out there. What do you guys think when it comes to the women's division? Well, because back then it was had to be beautiful and everything, but now Triple H is in charge. The women have to be as good, if not better, than the men in the ring. Like, what's going to be the future of the women's division now that Triple H and Stephanie, the two people that really push the narrative for the women, now in power? What's the future for the women? Um, I would like to go first with Amma Freak. I said it, and I'll say it again. WWE Men's Division is where it is to report a Stephanie Smith. So if she's now being the post to you, I know it will only get better. And Triple H is, we know he's pretty close to most female wrestlers and starting from the time of uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, time and Charlotte. So he has always been a very good support and everything for them. You know, for them to get to where they are today, doing talking about when they were NXT and like that, like that. So them be full in charge right now. We only need to means they they definitely get better. Probably introducing and lot of things, titles for both SmackDown or another other things. You know, to probably and bringing back the female and uh, paper view like the one they did in I think twenty twenty yeah. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, um talk me um your take on that too if you have um on the women's division I I believe you have something to say about that. Yeah about the women's division um is um is it going to change a whole lot now that um age and Steph is in power? Definitely like it's just it's that people they will just focus more on um the female division and maybe hand support to our husband to play to is just like the mega mind in WWE right now. So definitely the woman women's division will get more will be very will be very very relevant right now under Triple H and Stephanie. I'm very very positive about it. Alright. Um Save. I, I don't know if you're there. Um, one I wanted to like um stress the fact I wanted to stress the fact is um, Vin Kennedy McMahon. I mean, this man has no, like historically speaking, I don't know if there's anything Vince knows more than pro wrestling. I don't know. Are you worried about the well-being of that man at this point? Because you come think of it, like that was all he knew how to do. Rush run the company he bought from his dad running the show being the one in charge and everything and now like i believe he was literally forced out of that seat because of the craziness going behind the scenes going on behind the scenes you know with the um with the the cases of the the money huge and everything all this all this crap i mean you can't i i, I was so shocked that i was sitting even on power till the time he, he had to retire i mean like this man knows nothing more than present so like do you think, um, what do you uh, make up of his well-being at this point in time? Looking back at, um, at right now that he's retired and, and home. Like, what do you think of Vince now will be doing right now on, uh, on the Monday night, on the 
Friday night and all and the pay per view Sundays or Saturdays as the case may be. Shadowing um, Montez uh, for using Montez to do that for sure. Like, Amor 
if you haven't seen it already, it's already happening. What's your take on the sweep of And do you think they have to really separate for them to, to, to have, a, have a star? I mean, some people like um, the New Day were able to get theirs done without separating. What's your take on, uh, on that? And um, do you think um, it needs to be done or they need to stay a team and then you can still push for a single um, um, star? What's your take, um, Toby? Toby, can you hear me? The street force is very, very good team. So I don't think, just like the music, they can easily give more support. In the WWE, which maybe right now, you know, oh no, one is at top or no, but, and I don't think they are ready to um, bring it down or whatever. So I think they can still give more support a big push, even as they can um, kick off it or whatever. So I don't really think there is a necessity to break them up. They define the already coming with a team of the story action after Thomas Lam and all of that. So it's kind of the answer. Alright, so um we'll go on a break. When we are back, we would like to wrap up the show. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. This is still the Pro Wrestling Talks and um the guys are still here with me. We have Faith, we have Tokwe, Toby and Afrique. Um I mean this is the last segment for the show. For the um service and we'll see have you will see have us back here on your audio wave um during the weekends for the weekend roundup. Um sorry uh, Ryan Saturn for taking the <laughs> stealing the name from you. I've been sleeping names right away this week, uh this show. Um thank you so much for joining me guys. Um I think we we'll like I would like to end on this note and something something very crazy. I mean this is what, what happens when you have creative minds that are literally thinking alike, like sometimes after because of course superstars that have been there and done that those that have literally been uh you know like they've been stars too and they know how it is when you are in that position and i want to go back to someone like becky lynch i mean what do you guys think of she transitioning now from big time bex to the man i mean uh, of course she thrived very well now this one thing i'm like right now to me becky is indeed an overact face or heel put that bitch anyhow she gets shit i mean she's just the said rollins of the female division in like i don't even know how to uh, on um apart from someone like charlotte flair that can literally do anything i mean put her as someone that can clean the floor she will get it over people just hate it i'm like oh she's trying to do this but becky i mean it's, i don't know if it's thanks to the busted nose by naya Jax. thank you for that for years years ago i don't know if because of like she I mean, if, you know, when she, even when she was the big time there, people still wanted cheering for her, but like, it, like, the bullshit was just too much. But, um, I'd like to go with first with Faith. Faith, what do you think of this fact of how Becky gets up? I know she'll be out of action for, WSA months, but, um, a doctor is saying it can be six, four to six weeks. But, like, um, what do you think of the fact that Becky can actually be, like, put in anything and she'll get that thriving? And is that not wild enough to think of someone like Becky that years ago you won't even imagine that has that could have that in her? And um, what can you expect from her now being the man again? Fave. I did not get that. What were you saying? Welcome back. Uh, yeah, Becky. Still on Becky. She attacked um, uh, Lana 
to actually get a spot on that match. And there was a spot I need to I wanted calling back on. That spot till today is one of the ones that I can't still like. You want to think I want to think back at Becky. I'll be like, man, that was the spot that got the man to where the man needed to be. If <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, that moment she was face to face with Charlotte. I mean, when it comes to Charlotte, they always say she has all the opportunities. And Becky looked right in her eyes and be like, and with, with one leg. Like, I don't know if you guys can remember um, Royal Rumble 2019. And to the right in your face, you ain't taking this from me. I mean, you saw, like, I think tears in her eyes. I'm like, I can't come this far only for you to take this away from me now. So I want to, like, um, encapsulate Becky like uh, in, in this character. I'm like, how uh, is she um, one that can get over in any act? I just want to discuss the fact of Becky Lynch in that uh, aspect of character-wise. I'm like, when, she, when it comes to, like, she striving with character works. How proud are you of Becky? And what do you think is her future now that she's come, she has come back to the character that got her so over to the point even the company couldn't help hold her back? The man. The character in the middle, she is. Yeah. The character in the middle. I won her championship after championships. Yeah. Becky, 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 Becky is a tremendous superstar. Um, she's great. Has a great thing work. Oh, uh, I promise it's work too, but she's trying. I I like Becky. She's the least among to me or among my like before men. Well, yeah, I think that that idea of bringing back the man and turning out face. I think I'm seeing that. I think I think it's triplets idea, and that's because at the point Becky Becky was very annoying. Now, like these are hellish work. She was very very annoying even when. Almost was even I mean said people were getting tired. But as I can see now, I don't know how she just go in the or when she comes out, I believe everyone is going to be hyped and over about her. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Alright. Um um New kid on the blog talk, but I know this is one of the discussions that you really like to get into because um you just want to trail somebody I know and love. But at the end of the day, um you come to think of it, um this is someone like Becky, this is someone the man. I mean you now you now have a new era, you now have a new regime, and this is a regime that um you can literally um you don't want to mess up something um mess up things so early. I mean, Triple H and self and um, they kind of are in power now. So why why not we work with what we know worked? I mean, the man worked. When the man was the man, she was fusing with um, John Cena. She held her own. With Triple H, she held her own. With, um, I mean, she was with almost all the top acts in WWE. And she held her own in those segments. Like, what do you think of WWE uh, actually going back um, to, the, to what works? And that's the man. Talk about your view. Um, personally, I was, I never bought the fact that she was, like, big time things. It was just annoying, and the energy just left at that point. And I'm coming back as the man, so, maybe the best thing that has happened right now in her career, because the man was, I think the man was not even made, like, well-known to everybody, that she, she became, like, at that period, she was, like, found favorite at the point where, when she defeated Charlotte and Razi to become the war and SmackDown Women's Champion. So her becoming the man is, is definitely a great thing. Alright. 
Um, um, Toby, Toby, I know you have a lot to say about this too, but what's your take on um, Berkelage actually going back to the character, the man, and do you think it will work now? Because, I mean, I mean, you saw the fact that she, she, she gave, um, um, Bianca, the, the show of respect uh, after their match at SummerSlam. Do you think the fans will know, the fans are so smart these days. Do you think they will buy that shit and be like, okay, we would love to accept you back as the man. What's your opinion, man? If you can actually hear me. Me, I sometimes I knew that big time big character was bullshit at first. Uh, the floor is yours. 
Okay, <clears throat> so I don't know if um, John Moxley or who said it on a podcast that uh, sometimes a company gives you a shitty script and you have no choice but to put a smile on your face and make and turn the script to magic. And personally, I won't lie, Becky Lynch has done exactly that. I mean, though, from the man, I know her career went up the roof as soon as the day she slapped Charlotte Flair. If you remember that SummerSlam, yeah, SummerSlam 2018, yeah, yeah, SummerSlam 2018. And when Charlotte checked that, and when Charlotte checked that, slap Charlotte, that was the day Becky Lynch was the top star. You feel me? Yeah. And now the man character has been going well and well and well, and they said, you know what, take this city, take this city um, story and work with it. They gave her, and she turned. A city story into gold. Big time Bex was. They were, I, I don't know, like, as a fan, I didn't really like it. But she made it work well. The fact that you hate it shows that she made it work well, you understand? And now she's bringing the man to Sonar back, and we're now going to see the badass Becky Lynch that will punch you and slap you if you mess with her. The Becky Lynch that was about to scatter Stephanie's arm. The Becky Lynch that was looking to break straight in the Man, I have so much to say about them. I'm happy that she's going back at the mantle. But Becky Lynch is good. I want to like Becky Lynch is good. Alright, um, that was amazing, Afrik. And of course, we see Javier Afrik. We have Talk Way in the House. We have the uh, Over the Age host, Toby and Fave. Um, of course, the wrestling uh, journalists are Akan. Akan down. <laughs> so, Akan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking time to join us on the Chronicle Podcast. Um, I'm so excited to have you on here. I know you came to. We, we have already been uh, uh, having a lot of discussions done in. Uh, we are already at our ending segment, but we are still happy you were able to make the show today um sorry you met us talking about the man i don't know um you have what to tell us about the character the man and what we can expect from her like any updates you have on her to to share with us right now on the show yeah sure before i touch um you um, already discussed the news i want to break the news right now based on AEW. all right are you guys ready uh, yeah we are uh, AEW has just announced an expansion to their talent relations and development team. Talent relations will now be Tony Chevron, Sandigat, KT Marshall, and Pat Back. Christopher Daniels is still manager of talent relations. To add, Madison Rain has been added as a coach for the women's division. And to my view, hopefully, adding these people, I believe, will help when it comes to the communication issues some people have have had already. I believe um what I'm saying really? is the same. Alright, um uh, alright, um thank God you Okay, um okay, so Yeah. Alright. Alright, so Akan, Akan. Akan, already that's a badass move and um, I mean big big ass news right now on the Chronicle Podcast and I mean you heard it here first. Um, but I want to, um, of course, already talk about because as a journalist, you already have questions that will be. Tr- I mean, you are the one asking the questions, but right now I'm asking you. <laughs> so, um, you get now. What do you think made? I mean, to, um, Tony Khan will tell you he's not scared of the of other. This, I mean, he loves it when there's competition. I mean, that's all we do. But what do you think made him switch that? Uh, made that decision because already we know that he was the one booking all the shows. I mean, from AW Dark Elevation to Dynamite, and uh, he was there calling the shots, writing down, calling the shots, the Booker of the Year, as they, they will give him their awards. 
What do you think made him um um, um made decision to add, add other people in the creative team plus having someone like Madison Rayner that's actually a worker in Impact Wrestling on his women um division? What what do you think made him call uh, made that call? Whoa. Damn, uh, I mean, we had a lot to add, uh, ask Akan right now. So, um, we lost him there for technical because I would like to get. Um, actually, he's a Ghanaian. Uh, how do they call it? Ghanaian, yeah, a Ghanaian. So, uh, maybe some of the, the, the English will get uh, wealthy. I don't know. Talk, but did you make your um your comment on um the man, uh, Becky, going back to the man character? Were you able to do that? Can you hear me? Good morning. I said, were you able to make um your your take on um Becky going to the man character? All right, we are, we are still here on the Chronicle Podcast. So um on this note, I mean uh, we lost um Akan there on the uh, network difficulties um. Just always to say he's not going. Um, he can't come on here again with us. I uh, would love to. I, I I wish and I pray he will be able to make it to the weekend show. By then we we'll have a whole bunch to um to talk about with the um AW Dynamite actually coming up um tonight. Um, we have a bunch of things mm-hmm. we have to get. So, so it's crazy. Um, so I uh, would like to end on this note whereby I'll get to um ask every single. No, end, end on what? And on the notes where I get to ask, let me talk first. And also ask um, you all um, what you all can expect from the week going. Um, I mean, we already we are about to enter Dynamite show tonight. What you all can expect? Like, like, give me your final take and your final notes, and then we end it there. Um, in in one minute each, <laughs> because we are buying time. Africa, start with you. Okay. Um, why you not asking me like a cool question? Uh, you can answer the Michael question, wrap it up, and put everything in one and a half minute. Yeah, you, uh, you can answer the Michael question in one minute, wrap up with one minute, so you're actually having two minutes to wrap up. So I don't know how you're going to do it. You do it right now. What? 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 Yeah, you crazy. <laughs> we, are, we are live radio. Get this shit done. <laughs> Let's really bad. Wow, amazing. I said you can talk about Michael Cole in one minute and then wrap up what you can say for the week and then tell us your last words and then we end on that note. Good. Okay. Okay. Miba. Miba. Yeah, you. <laughs> Crazy. Whoa.
All right, um, talk by are you there? Talk by, can you give me your last words? Uh, I, I, I believe before going to uh, Faith, Faith, can you hear me? I think Faith is available. Uh, but network difficulties is the, is the theme and the name of the show today. Um, Faith, are you there? Your last words and what you can expect from the week. Yeah. All right, um, now, you want to say a little talk, so Brianna might be hot today. I believe the reason why, um, Tony can't change. And I guess those people was because of how he thought that the people is going to skyrocket in the next few weeks or few years. And um this thing is going to be going to be a huge going to be a huge um um going to be a huge a huge entertainment for the Western and for the Western fans and the Western world as a whole. So I can't wait to see, especially smart all right. Um, I think we, we really love. Um, thank you so much, Faith, once again for taking time to do this with us. Um, I mean, I would really love to talk about so many things, but I, I, I wanted to do time management and everything. Um, so talk by. I don't know if you can hear me. Um, your take on your last words and what you're gonna do from the week, and then uh, wrap it up for me, man. Anything we can get, we get. That's the trending thing right now. Okay, so um, I mean, come on, um, um give up. Oh, sorry, I was about to break his character right now. Um, Toby, <laughs> Toby, the who? So um, what is it from the week, and how can you undo this shit? Bro, AW this night, yeah, cool, boy, guy. I I can't wait for SmackDown yeah, on Friday. I swear, I can't wait, guy. Sprint 
with an high heel. I mean, wearing high heels to sprint. I mean, she did not even. Oh my! I was like, babe, and that don't get me started on something like she's somebody's wife. I know this to make a comment, but God damn it, that dress. I mean, you saw how the the, the ass. Um, let's not go there. So, um, my MVP, my MVP. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know if you caught the camera angle where she was visioned from the back. I'm like, that's Megan the Stallion type of shit. My God! I mean, I mean, I'm already, I'm already. I'm already tendering my apologies to Montez Ford because I looked beyond the TV. But um, come on. <laughs> I have a question. What's that? I have a question. What's that? See, we're well, all men here, yeah, so we should not really like to ourselves. But with all due respect to Miss and Montez Ford, <laughs> Maurice and. Oh, uh, don't, yeah, don't, don't get me started on Maurice. Don't get me. I mean. I saw. I, I swear. I saw on Twitter. Um, someone posted. Um, Maurice always understands the assignment, and the picture was showing the bulls and the ass. I'm like, God damn it! That girl, that lady, understands the job. I mean, the job is the job is to come out there and look talk pretty. I swear, like talk about that statement she made. I mean, my man's balls is massive. I mean. I mean, Maurice understood the assignment. And I think on my night raw, Bianca, but I know fully what that. I mean, you know, when it comes to, I'm talking about Becky being a, a huge star. I mean, with Becky being around there, like, it's as if she's trying to drag the star power with Bianca. But now that she's stepping out from the picture, you have that spotlight all over Bianca Belair, and what a night to actually show us what you got. I mean, that dress was fire. Splitting with that heels was bad. God. Jeez. So my MVP for SummerSlam, I mean for the <laughs> for the past few days now, has been Bianca Belair. That girl, like, I mean, talk about she coming to defend Becky. And um, even when I was like, oh, she's going to the back to fight the girls, and she not that she was confused. I mean, one thing I love about her was when she came into the um to fight off uh the gang, and she didn't with that. She not come out with anything. I mean, for uh, for a face or someone that coming to defend somebody, you come with your fist. You should be fist of flying every single time. Don't come in with chairs. Don't come in with I mean go in there and face them man to man. Face them man to man with your fist. I love that fact like, about it. How 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 dare you how dare Bianca Bele have every attribute of a wrestler? I'm I like mean, normally in wrestling there's always somebody that's stronger than you faster. I mean she has it all she stronger. Damn she's really the ESC and I was did you see Oh my goodness! Let's not let's not go there. Let's not go there. She, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to go to that rabbit hole with you guys. I'm not going there because we should, we should have time. and discuss it though. We should have time and talk about it. Who is better, Charlotte or Bianca? Oh my! That, no 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 no! That's not that is no. I mean Bianca is amazing. I mean that girl can do everything. Well, please know what did did, did, you, did you notice the fact that. Always coming in. Um, good night. Thank you so much. Um, that's a show. That's 